I'll tell you something funny, actually. We got a buddy named Nate McCullen, and Nate decided to be a Charlotte fan. <laughs> and he, he's also a West Ham fan. I was going to say, after he went for West Ham, yeah. he then went to Charlotte, which, hey, he, I still think it's kind of a good pick. He what texted else? me this weekend, and he goes, hey, man, done with soccer. My team stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the United States of Soccer, the number one soccer podcast that covers everything from the Premier League, Major League Soccer, and United Soccer League. On this gorgeous Tuesday, March 14th, year of our Lord 2023, we are officially covering all three major leagues as the USL Championship kicked off this past weekend. A couple games I've highlighted for you to go over here. MLS Week 3 also kicked off, and though it wasn't as electric as the two weeks past, It still left us with a lot of talking points. And finally, we have some Premier League games to go over as Arsenal continue their dominant season. Top four is starting to really heat up. A couple teams slip up at the bottom as well. And the bottom of the table is turning into a nine-team battle royale. We are going to cover everything. And if you are still wondering who in the hell we are, then hello. My name is Michael Willis at Carefree Willis on Twitter, and I support Chelsea and Detroit City FC. I am joined by a man who is not as light on his feet as he was last weekend, a man who supports Liverpool Football Club, a man who supports Nashville City SC, a man hailing from Johnson City, Tennessee, at Brian Mitchell on Twitter. Brian, what's up, man? Hello, I'm here. Lastly, most importantly, the director, producer, head editor of this here fine show. He's a Manchester City and New York City FC supporter at producer Alex. Alex, best painter on the East Coast. What's up, dude? <laughs> What's up, guys? How's your weekend, boys? Pretty good. Pretty good. How you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. Brian, not too well. Nashville won. Liverpool yeah. did not win. No, true. Started off the weekend. Would you rather start off the weekend with that loss or would you rather – like? The because it's done, it's over with. You can just move about your weekend. Yeah, I like it. Yes, build up. I would rather. I would rather have just gotten that out of the way early. So Same. honestly, it was probably the perfect scenario. Have the seven thirty game be them and just get it out of the way Same. early. So I, can get, so I can get over it. If I'm going to lose, I want to lose Saturday morning at seven thirty. That's what I'm saying. And then, then we just go about that. Way you have time yeah. to get over yeah. it because let me tell you, I was a lot of weekend left. Took a minute. Took yeah. a minute for me to get through it. That's bad. As, as you know, I I started arguing. I almost started arguing with our own Twitter. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because I saw I told Michael stop tweeting. There's a lot of. <laughs> I just replied to the U.S. of Soccer Show and said stop tweeting. Come, That's funny. come hang out with us at U.S. of Soccer Show on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, Brian does a lot of the running over on Instagram. I do a lot of the running over on Twitter. I was absolutely burying Liverpool during that game. We'll get into that in a minute. Guys, bought a cat. Okay. That's right. How's that going, uh, dude? It's fine. Uh, her name is Madeline. I call her Mads. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, or, yeah Madel, Madeline. It's a spit. It's not. It's Madeline or Madeline. Madeline. One of them is so so wrong. I think it's Madeline. It's the same thing. It is the exact same thing. Ashen does is not it, feel like it's is the it same thing. Is it spelled thing. the same way? 
Good question. No idea. Uh, if you ask no me idea. to spell Madeline, I don't. I actually don't. There's a, she's got a little collar that Ashton bought too. Oh, and you haven't seen it. She came. Uh, she Ashton came home. Uh, that is my significant other. She came home and she said uh, that she wanted to go look at cats. I thought probably not a good idea, but you know, I'll. I'll I've been watching a lot of soccer lately, so I decided to just give in. I take like, her to, like that's actually extremely fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. So I, you know, I've been spending not a lot of time with her, so I took her to go look at some cats. I don't want a cat, if I'm honest with you. Wasn't very interested. Hate cat. I had two really bad experiences with cats. Oh, okay. Uh, we go look. I say no to all of them. I leave with Ashton, and then she leaves the next day with her dad. Uh, and uh, I get a bunch of texts of this move. other random cat from the Henrico Humane Society shout out. And uh, Ashton brought this cat home the other day. So now I have a cat who absolutely has never been around a man in her entire life. Oh. She's five and a half. And she's never been around another man, so she fucking hates my guts. Nice. Every yeah. time I walk in, every time I speak, really, she runs away. So. Oh, okay. Anyway, that was my weekend. I'm excited to meet her. Yeah, absolutely. Well, saw a picture. Sure. Adorable. She looks. Uh, she's pretty majestic. Yeah. I'll be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I think I saw a picture yeah. too, actually. But uh, she uh, absolutely hates men. If, if yeah. she has not been down, took her downstairs to meet my dog. No, cool. didn't like that. Hated every second of it. Yep. Yeah. Didn't like that. Yeah, that's that's, that's actually that makes sense. I also had a soccer game. Uh, I usually play on a Sunday league team. Thought the game was at 3. It was at 11. Got a phone call at 11.30. All the boys asking where I was at. Sorry about that, fellas. I'll be better next week. Let's get into the soccer, huh, boys? Let's Let's do do it. it. Kicking off the weekend. We had Basement Boys Bournemouth. That was the name I was talking about, Alex. (laughs) I heard an (laughs) announcer say that, and I loved that name so much. Basement Boys Bournemouth. Basement Boys Bournemouth beat Liverpool by a goal to nil. Brian. What in the hell was that? What was that, Brian? We can move on if we need to. We don't have to stay here. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's funny. And I'm not just saying this to say this. I literally almost texted you guys and said, I have this odd feeling. It would not be the most shocking thing ever if Liverpool lost to Bournemouth today. Because... After coming off such a high on the win, 7-0 last weekend. Seven. Like, it, but it's just like, I just feel like this is how Liverpool have been for as long as I supported them. They show up in these against these big teams, and you're like, wow, okay. And then for they have, the past few years, they just have struggled against the bottom of the barrel teams. Like I don't know what it is, but I feel like I feel like I'm never confident going into a game against like the people in relegation zone. I'm like they're gonna randomly beat us. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was weird because honestly, in the first half, like as Michael calls them, vibes FC. Like I feel like they were vibing. Like yeah. I was like okay, but like they just weren't finishing. And I was like, but they're putting it together. Like they're getting some good stringing, some good passes, some good plays. Um, just no finishing. And then yeah, then Bournemouth went obviously went on and scored a goal. And I was like, okay. And I, and I was like, well, I was like, you know, they they were up two zero. I was like, they've been up two zero three times this season, and all three times they've lost. And I was like, but it's Liverpool too, so I'm not sure. And then yeah, just couldn't string it together in the second half. They just looked not like they looked in the first half, and so. It was it was very rough to watch, but Salah, Salah missed a penalty in the sixty. Oh, minute. what yeah. was that? I mean, that was bad miss too. Uh, I think he just I I think he just summoned the spirit of Harry Kane, and just uh, was like, you know what? And you know, and honestly, it wasn't. It was a, it was a dumb penalty call. First of all, weak, yeah, weak penalty call. 
And you know, I think it was, I think it was sportsmanship. No. I think Solid didn't want to win or didn't want to tie it up on that. So he's like, you know, I'm going to miss this. Yeah. Um. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm sticking to. Yeah. It was a uh, it was a weak penalty call. It was. Uh, that was bad. It was not good. That was bad. It it yeah. But honestly, I literally I was just like, you know, this just makes sense for the way Liverpool season is going. So felt, you're right. Felt like first half Liverpool, a lot of the ball, a lot of uh, not any clear cut chances. Um. Bournemouth just took, stole one, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, Alex and Brian know me very well, and they know that I am very much a person that is, I, and I told you so, person. And I have been telling you guys for weeks now that this Brian and I both have been saying that this Bournemouth team is not a good team, but they're not a bad team. I know that sounds so stupid. But this team can absolutely steal a result from anybody. Well, they're they're scrap. They are. They play hard. They just yeah. Gary so. O'Neill's got the boys buzzing down there. Are they going to go down? Probably. Probably. But like I said, we've been saying for a couple of weeks now about this Bournemouth team and how different they are since the January transfer window. That is no more evident. This same season, Liverpool smacked this team nine nothing. Yeah, like right. earlier this year. Liverpool earlier this year, beat the hell out of this Bournemouth team nine nothing. Them and then they come out and lose one zero to them. So yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I don't know, but that is honestly the that is like the I, I, it is kind of the beauty of the sport a little For bit sure. too, where it's like you just never know week For to sure. week. Like a team again, that just perfect example. You can beat a team nine zero, come out and lose to them one zero the next time you face them. Like whatever, and it, it's it's uh, it's a testament to both of these team seasons. You know, like yeah, Bournemouth. Bournemouth is a team that is they they are not Huddersfield of a couple years ago. Right, if you come in, you you have to you have to try. Like you have to. They're not going to roll over. And Liverpool. Inconsistent as hell, just oh, all yeah. season long. I, 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 I have not been confident in any game this season. Yeah. Like just going in, I've I've never like, oh, I think they're gonna win. Like I've just like, I don't know. Bournemouth still go down? Yeah, I think so, without question. I think Bournemouth still go down. Yeah, I think so. They're back in. They went jumped out of the bottom three for, with this win yep. against Liverpool. Win, not a draw. Win oh, against yeah, Liverpool. count it. It's a win, guys. Count it. It's a win. Crazy. I I gotta be honest. I, I did not expect that. I I even with the, after the seven nothing. You know, the week before, and and you know they they just lost to Real Madrid five two. I did not expect Bournemouth to get a result. Yeah, I still expected Liverpool to win if if I'm being totally honest. But then I literally had this pit just like in the in like my side. I was just like, what if they just? And then they did. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Did you see Klopp at the uh, at the end there? How this guy was, he couldn't get mad because he lost, but he was clearly furious at this. Oh like, yeah, would not I, want to be in that dressing room. No, right nope, 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 nope. Bournemouth's next game is traveling down to Aston Villa. Liverpool head to, into Spain, taking Real Madrid. Great. You got any faith in that, Brian? No, not even a little bit. Yeah, I mean, 5-2, that's a tough one. <clears throat> I think they'll get smacked. Yeah, 5 two's up. They're not going to pull what they pulled against Barcelona a few years ago where you know they came back and won 4-0 to zero or whatever to overcome a three-goal aggregate. Like Pl- Complete side note. I, if you don't know, I absolutely – I can't stand Liverpool. It's one of my – probably is my one or two least favorite teams in the league. Um, that – Barcelona win though I was I was going insane in my I was that was high I remember exactly where I was coming you texting me and I remember yeah. you texting me and said all I remember is I was I was working for Vector yeah. Security in Virginia Beach shout, shout out, out what up and uh, I was at my office and I had my on my computer and I was watching it and then I remember being like no way this is happening and also I remember Michael just Michael's text coming in just saying oh my word when yeah. the fourth goal went in yeah, crazy <laughs> crazy different Liverpool now man it's yeah. absolutely wild what's going on this year with Liverpool again Take nothing away from Bournemouth. They absolutely deserve that win. Yep. And shout out to Den. You're still going down, I think. Yeah, Sorry about I, it. I still, I still, but yeah, it was a good, I mean, good one on their part. Let's move on. 
the other Merseyside team. Everton grind out a 1-0 win versus Brentford. Yeah, they did. Two minute in, goal from McNeil, well taken. Yeah. Off of his left peg, no chance for David Rea. Everton had a goal disallowed in the 42nd minute, making for a very nervous Everton second yep. half. I, I, This game was on at the same time as the Chelsea game, but I'm focusing in on this game a lot. And... uh this was awesome. Seriously, this was awesome. I feel bad talking about like how Brentford didn't get anything out of this game because they absolutely deserved it. But Everton, from the first 15 minutes in, dominated. Absolutely dominated the ball. Forced Brentford into making mistakes. Kept them in their own half. And that's that's what Everton's going to have to do for the entire year, right? Yeah. Like, they don't I have mean, anybody up top. No, no, no. And honestly, but I, I, I expected... Uh... I expected Brentford to come away with a, with a result oh, of yeah. some sort, Something. and so that, that, that this game had shocked me a little bit too because I expected Brentford to be for sure who they are and come out and two to one it or at least one one it, so at least tie it at the very least. But yeah, not the best game at all. But on on an Everton's again, it, it, once Everton got this goal, especially going into that second half, that was it. They they shut up shop as best they could. Seamus Coleman was ap- is he the future? No, he was absolutely <laughs> massive, dude. The passion from this dude you can't knock. It's a massive win for Everton. Still have a game more than the rest of the teams down there. They've got 27 games played. I think everybody else is like 26. Braun will run through the table in a little bit let us know. But Everton out of the bottom three for right now. Massive, massive win for them. Again, came in the second minute, and then they didn't do much offensively after that. Dominic Calvert-Lewin still not playing. Brentford, though, full control second half. But that's not so much them more so that Everton – reluctantly just gave up possession. They didn't want it. They just wanted to defend, defend, defend. Sean Dyche, that's that's in his wheelhouse. It's not a it's not a terrible loss for Brentford. But once you look at the was especially looking at the results around around them that happened this weekend. But two very winnable games coming up. They have to get six points from these next two games. If they want to keep European hopes alive. If not, they're going to drop eighth, ninth, possibly tenth. It's it's a it's a weird one with Brentford right now. It's weird to call it's it's weird to judge that game because of how quickly Everton scored and then they just defended for their lives the rest of the game. Luck it, it disallowed goal from uh, Damari Gray, but outside of that, is all Brentford. Everton's next game they head to Stamford Bridge take on Chelsea. Brentford travels south to take on Southampton midweek. And then they welcome Leicester City at the weekend. Those are the two games I'm talking about. Got to get six points. I mean, those are two terrible teams at the bottom. It's weird saying this for how small Brentford are. They should be winning those games. They're much better than both of those teams. They should be yeah. beating both of those teams. So yeah, I'm, absolutely. If you're a Brentford fan, I know it. No, no, I'm not knocking you. But like this is one of the those are if you want to be a European contender and a European team, those are those are games you have to go win. Leicester and Southampton stink. You move on, Brian. Yep. Leeds and Brighton battle out a back-and-forth 2-2 draw. Goals from McAllister, Bamford, and then a Harrison own goal, and then a Harrison screamer at the end. Did you see this goal by Jack? Oh, absolutely, I did. Unlucky for Brighton. Yep. Story of their month so far, I feel. Yes, there was an own goal. Yeah. But the Bamford shot was a a deflection, and the Harrison goal, it took a massive deflection. And the Harrison goal... We've seen that guy put that wide nine times out of ten. 
Yeah, and so I don't know if you, I mean, it wasn't really a big talking point, um, but in the moment, I don't know if you saw on the Harrison goal from the corner where uh, Brighton, yeah, yeah, Brighton tried to be like, there was two balls in the field, but like it didn't interrupt play. Yeah. It just like the ball got thrown like from the crowd and like the ball boy missed it. Or, like, I like it that shithousery from, from yeah. Brighton fans. Two balls. Yeah, two balls. And it's like the ball, it, like, and no, and none of the, none of the Brighton players were even paying attention to none the ball. None of them. So a, it's like you can't really claim that it was like, what, yeah. So anyway. If that goal doesn't go in, they don't say anything. Right? No, correct. Yeah. They would never said a thing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's that's so why it's like, yeah, nice try. But yeah, no, it's good. Um, I mean, yeah. Harrison with the own goal, he made up for it from with that goal in the corner. Uh, and um, but yeah, I was going to ask you about uh, Matoma. Is he uh, is he real? Is he the real deal? Uh, hilariously, on on my my portion of notes, I've got here. I came. I have not seen Michael's notes. Nope, by the way, Brian and I have not. This is this is why this is why this podcast is so awesome. That's why you got to tune in every single week. <laughs> Brighton absolutely skinned, ailing the whole game. Was killing this guy. Adams constantly had to drop into that right back role to help Luke Ayling. I'm not coming to Luke Ayling. I think Matoma is actually that good. I think he is too. Matoma was solid all game long. Because Adams is coming in, I mean, they're just leaving holes in the midfield the whole time. Yep. I don't know how they fix it, but it's it, Matoma then, was killing him. Yeah, Matoma was killing him. And then, I mean, just not to pick apart, you know, United Leeds of soccer or whatever it is, but... Uh, Major League Soccer. Is that what it is? Major, yeah, League, Major League Soccer? Major League Soccer. Yeah, not to, not to pick them apart completely, but I mean, on that uh, on that header goal by McAllister, um, I can't remember which defender it was off the top of my head, uh, but the defender was marking McAllister, and then when the ball um, got hit in the air, he switched off and went to the went to the goal line, went yeah. to the touch line, yeah. and, then, and then that's what, but then that, that left McAllister wide open for the header. So I, it's just... Little things like that that I see with Leeds where I'm like, man, like, what are you guys doing? Leeds are awful. Yeah, they're I'm not, not good. Yeah, I'm talking truly awful. They're an awful, awful team. L- really listen to this. Leeds needed a massive deflection that is n- never happening. 9.99999 times out of 10, that's never going to happen, okay, ever again. And then a curler from Harrison that we've seen him put wide all year long. Okay, this leads needed all the luck in the world. They got it. That happens sometimes. It does. But if you try to keep riding that kind of luck throughout a season, you go down. Leeds created nothing the whole game. Brighton, one win in their last three, not ideal, especially nah. looking at that Fulham loss. It looks even worse now, especially when we're about to talk about Fulham and Arsenal. But again, I just feel like this was an unlucky game for Brighton and a very ridiculously lucky game for Leeds. They got a point and they'll be stoked on that point yeah. Leeds. But this team sucks. They're just yeah, they're just I mean, they're not great. Where and are they getting goals from going forward? Uh, honestly, that's my that's, that was my question too cuz I'm like Bamford I don't think it's just I don't think he's going to carry you. you no, know, he's not he's um, not the Bamford under uh Bielsa. Right. In the championship. He'll bag yeah. you goals in the championship, but he's not bagging you 15 goals in the prem. Yeah, so that's yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that I think they're going to be on relegation watch for sure. So. I, unfortunately, I think uh, I think not. Um, next week we have a after next week. Sorry, we have a um, international break. Brian and I are going to break down who we actually think is going down and who's winning the league after I that. I like it. Um, leads are awful. It's uh, it's sad to watch, but yeah. leads leads were truly terrible. They did nothing. They needed all the luck in the world. Good on them. They got that happens sometimes. Let's take away nothing from Brighton though. They they did everything. They deserved to win that game one hundred percent. Leeds' next game is at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Brighton have a midweek fixture against Crystal Palace. 
I've said this before. One of my absolute favorite fixtures is uh, Palace and Brighton. First game ended nil-nil. Boring as hell, but I love this rivalry. Check that out if you're a neutral. You want to uh, talk about your boy? Who's my boy? Brendan Rodgers. Oh, man. Yeah, sure. A couple weeks in a row. Sure. Let's talk about Leicester and Chelsea. Yep. Goals from Ben Chilwell. I'm wearing that guy's jersey right now. Paxton Daka, Kai Havertz, and Mateo Kovacic. It's it's not Joe Felix, by the way. It's Joao Felix. So, <laughs> my fault. Joao Felix. Did you see that video of him pronouncing yes, it? Yes. Yes, I, I saw that too. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He, he literally goes, I don't know why everybody calls Everyone me Everyone calls me Felix. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's Felix. Yeah, it's Felix. All right. Joao. like, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, he's going to correct everyone. Yeah, yeah. So, Joao Felix and Kieran Drewsbury Hall hit the post in this game. But I don't want to talk about them right now. I want to talk about Andre Mariner. He was absolutely shocking. And this is this is hilariously. I didn't know this until this weekend. This is not the first game that uh, we're going to bring his name up from this past weekend. Insane that he ref two games in a weekend. It's insane. Should have had two red cards, Brian. Mm-hmm. A re- an insane challenge from Mindy on Joao. The exact same type of challenge that Joao Felix got <laughs> sent off for when we played Fulham. The exact carbon copy, the exact same challenge. But Mariner does absolutely nothing. They don't even look at it. They, I'm sorry, VAR looked at it, and then they said, no, it's absolutely nothing. Nothing going on here. And then minutes later, a Marty, who I I can't stand this guy, bro. I don't know if you know this or not, but I, <laughs> I, I hate a Marty, man. He clears a ball, lifts his leg, and his boot goes uh-huh. straight into and Kai Havertz's chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he chested the man. And I mean, his, you, you see, you see Havertz pull up his jersey. It looked like he got in a fight with Wolverine. It looked like he got scratched by. Yeah, he's it, bleeding. Yeah, he's bleeding. <laughs> and they didn't call. <laughs> they didn't say anything. They didn't call a thing. I could not believe what I was watching. And then the, and on this one, VAR didn't even look at. I'm telling you, I put them both on the show's Twitter at US of Soccer Show. Go check it out. These challenges were absurd. Yeah, and the fact were. that there were no yellows and no right. reds. I mean, nothing. Amardi knew what he was doing. He absolutely deserved a red. I know yeah. people, Leicester fans, are going to come in and be like, Chelsea bias. There was a possible handball. <laughs> I mean, that might be true with Michael. Possible, possible handball on Fofana during a free kick. Not for me, but I understand why people are clamoring for it. He didn't even didn't look at it at all. Didn't go to the monitor. Absolutely nothing. The dude is is not fit to be out there. And this is like the fourth game that he's ref Chelsea this year. Him and Anthony Taylor, who we're going to talk about in a little bit. These two guys are insane. Onto the field, so I don't sit for hours talking about this. Gameplay-wise, Chelsea absolutely dominated this game. I, that's, I'm not being biased. I'll get into Leicester in a moment. But Chelsea absolutely dominated, dominated this game. Potter is going back to basics while still changing up his formations in-game. We dominate without the ball, and we dominate with the ball. When we don't have the ball, we've truly dictated where all the Leicester players were going to go. Every Chelsea player, excellent. Every single one of them. Kai Havertz, Enzo, Ben, and Gallagher, who's had, I think, four really good cameo appearances now. Pulisic came on, immediately passed to a Leicester City player. Outside of him, I thought every Chelsea player put in a shift. I I loved that win. (laughs) Truly loved that win. Michael does not. Like it's, Christian, it's so funny because we're always sort of like, "Yeah, Americans in the Premier." I know, not Christian, not Christian. No, <laughs> so Mike, Mike's just cannot stand that. Kid. I'll give you a quick. I'll give you a quick rundown. I I got a lot of time uh, for Christian. I don't think Chelsea have done him any favors uh, buying players in his position and then not playing him in his position. But it's it's time for USA fans to just 
breathe it in. This guy, this guy is not what you think he is. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's not. He's not. What's but I challenge any USA fan to, I, and I'm not oddly oddly enough. We can get to that another day. I I go to like other friends that I have for like the, the the national team. I'm not just not a national team guy throughout uh, World Cup, and I get hype. But other than that, I don't really pay attention. That's on me. But I ask anybody, what's his best position? For the U.S., it seems like he's got a free roam, goes anywhere he wants. Best position feels like out on the left. He can't play there. Like he just doesn't he doesn't play there in Chelsea team. I'm not gonna go on about Pulisic for because this guy's. This guy is mid as it gets, and it's mid as it gets. The thing that happens with um, American soccer, it's like we get the sliver of like this guy uh, yeah, could sure. be great, for yeah, sure. and then you, then you just elevate that sure. if he's not the best ever. And I think I think go screw yourself. Unfa- yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure, unfairly, I think because I'm judging him because I oh don't I'd be him. I'd be super critical if he was on my team, super critical. He doesn't. I probably would be too. Yeah. I don't have I again. I'm. I'm hands hands comes up. from love. I comes from love. I don't <laughs> I don't watch the USA men's national team for like unless it's the World Cup of the. Like, I don't think he's like Messi and Ronaldo, but I don't think he's bad. He he wasn't. I don't think he's as bad as what Michael says he is, but I also don't think he's as good as what most if Chelsea, American soccer if fans. If Chelsea think was top of the table, he would have zero problem. That's what I feel like as well. I mean, did it? But did it feel good to have a, like a good Chelsea win under Graham Potter? Credit to Graham, three wins in three games. Absolutely love the man. I keep saying it. I've weeks now. I've been saying Potter in. Potter in. If anybody says I haven't been, go check out. Hey, these you think they're gonna episodes. go for Brighton's coach? Oh, hilarious. I love Graham Potter, man. You saw on the weekday the, after beating Dortmund, you saw him. I mean, he was bear hugging these people the way I bear hug Alex and Brian because I love him so much. I, he loves these players. These players that love is a him. Daily I, thing. I love way. these. I, I love Graham Potter. Really do. I know it's blind faith, but I I do have faith in Graham Potter. I'm going to move on to Leicester real quick. They are a hundred percent getting dragged into this relegation battle. The, listen to this, please. The goal came. Our one of our goals came from jo- Joao. Thank you, Felix. Glad you fixed that. Sorry about that. <laughs> he, listen, he listens, so I'm glad you. He, it came from him losing the ball. Khalidu Koulibaly didn't close down. I'm not coming after. I'm not. I'm not. This is not a Chelsea thing. He didn't close down, and then Kepa gets beat on his near post by a strike from outside the box. I, that is not happening every single week. It's not like I. That is so lucky that that was your one goal. Other than that, you didn't. Lester didn't do a single thing. And I'm not. This is not intended to rile up Lester fans. I'm. I'm asking any Lester fan. At what point in time did you feel like you were going to score? Because other than that moment, I never. At I felt that Chelsea would give it away because that's what we've been doing. But I never thought Lester were going to come in and take this thing from us at all. Four of their next seven games are against teams in the bottom half. Leeds, Wolves, Bournemouth, and Palace. Necessity, 12 points from those four games. They should be better than those, te- those, those teams. They're not. They absolutely stink. And real quick, people are going to think this is Chelsea bias. I, and I, know it, and I know it sounds like it, but I'm trying to put this into context for you. I'm excited for this. I put the two possible red card challenges on the Twitter. Go check it out. Let's say that those are given, okay? R- rightfully, they should have been given. Let's just say they're given. That means Leicester go down to nine men. Two red cards go down to nine men. Then... There was an actual red card shown. Yes, there to was. Fight, to fight. Which would have put Lester down to eight men. Eight men. You, you get three red cards in one game. That is that is a lack of organization and a lack of, what's the word? Discipline. Discipline. And that comes from the manager. <laughs> that comes from, they whack a discipline, Alex. That comes straight from the manager. There's no bias in this game review at all. Lester were shocking. Again, I was nervous Chelsea were going to throw it away, not Leicester take it away. How good they, is Fias, man? 
He sucks. <laughs> he that guy stinks. Man, tell- that red card. I was like, and then he's the dude that scored. He scored two own goals, own goals. against Liverpool. <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, yeah, they did. He scored yeah. both Liverpool's goals. That's crazy. <laughs> he stinks, man. It's again it awesome. I'm Leicester fans out there. If you think that this is me, just I'm I'm not, man. I'm not. You guys suck. Leicester are terrible, man. It's hey, not. Michael, could you tell us how it really is? It, I'm trying to. Okay, I'm trying to. Good. I, I, would, like, I really wish you wouldn't hold back. I feel like people might think that there is some ulterior motive to my words. I'm too dumb. There's it's just that, no. This is true. What I say I can is, confirm this. What I say is what it, it's right there. <laughs> Leicester stink. Chelsea probably stink too, but not as bad as Leicester. Let me tell you that. Chelsea. <laughs> I mean, Chelsea. That, that, that is true. <laughs> Unfortunately, and I actually, I actually don't not like Leicester. I'm actually indifferent to them. By did the you way. see the two? Did you see the two possible red cards? Yeah, I did. Those are reds. Yeah, I agree. Out I think they were. This world. I think they were Reds, yeah. We're not done with Andre Mariner. Chelsea's next game, they welcome Everton. Leicester City away to Brentford. I don't think they can. I think Brentford should go into that game, like I just said, that they should be looking to batter Leicester. It'll be an interesting game. That's how Leicester get get, get going. Honestly, man, Leicester one of the worst, one of the worst teams. Let's talk about a more inconsistent team than Leicester, though, Brian. Okay. Tottenham Hotspur beat Newcastle, not Newcastle, Nottingham Ooh. Forest 3-1. Yep, sure did. Classic from Tottenham. Oh, yeah. Absolute classic. Show up oh, when it yeah. doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Nothing to play for this season. <laughs> you got top four. As soon as all the trophies as are out, soon as then it's you done. can just go and crush everything. You think this is banter. It's not. Listen to this, Tottenham fans. Nottingham Forest are the same exact, this same team, this same season. They knocked Tottenham out of the Carabao Cup final. In Final. Carabao Cup, sorry. They knocked him out of the Carabao Cup, ensuring Electric. 15 years turns to 16 years of no trophies for you. Uh, Tottenham stink, man. This is one of the, truly one of the more inconsistent teams. In the I league. feel bad for them, man. I feel bad for Tottenham. Can't say the same. I know you can't, but I feel bad for them. Because <laughs> it's like you're a quote-unquote big six team. And, oh, man, it's just every year this happens to them. I don't know. Like what – what needs to change for them to be good, Michael? I'll tell you. You know what's? I'll tell you something funny in a second, right? Two goals from Kane and Son. Yep. Pedro Porro Davies, excellent this game. Richarlison, I thought had a very good game. He uh, had Richarlison a had a great goal that got called should've, back by VR that I think should have stood. Oh yeah, should I, I think it should have been a goal. Should have been four one. Should have been four one. Yeah, totally agree. And yeah. To your question, after all of that, I just named all these very good players. But to your question, I genuinely, uh, hilariously think Tottenham are. Two center backs and a midfielder away from having great squad depth. Okay, yeah. So why I don't know, man. Why are they not all bias aside? This is just straight Tottenham talk. They truly are. If come on, Antonio Conte is going to leave this summer. After that, you're not going to be playing back. Why? Back. Why is he? Why? Why? What's the difference between like why is he not doing with Tottenham what he did at Chelsea? Uh, well, I well, I think the when Chelsea, he came in and he he won the league yeah. with Chelsea. Why was, is he not? Why? Why? Why do you feel he's not doing the same thing with Tottenham? Genuinely believe that was. I don't want to say lucky. It was not. That was one of. I'm not a big Antonio Conte guy, but that was actually one of my favorite seasons of all time. Watching that because it was the most shithousery moments I've ever watched. Was that his before. first season coming? That was his first season. Right? That's what his I second season was absolutely terrible. Yeah. Okay. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We like, were so it bad. Flip flopped. It was real bad. Yeah. And then he was gone. But, uh, that, when he came in that first season, I was like, "Wow, you won on your first." We were in season uh, in? Okay. at that time, and I'm not. I'm not downgrading anything, and this is why I don't. It'll, it'll tie into why it doesn't work at Tottenham. But at that time, 
United were in transition. City had yeah. Pep's first season. Yeah. Liverpool were a year into Jurgen Klopp. Couldn't defend yet. You know what I mean? No no Van Dyke yet. So the top was Arsenal were Arsenal at that time. You know, not this Arsenal, but the previous Arsenal. Yep. The only team that was up there was Leicester from the reigning champs, Leicester City, who weren't ever going to repeat. Yeah. And Tottenham Hotspur. And that was it. So it was like the whole league was in transition, and we went super defensive, counterattack, while everybody didn't know how to play with the ball. A lot of teams were in a transition period, and we just battered everybody defensively, cut, shut up shop. At Tottenham, though, they don't want – I'm not a Tottenham fan, obviously, but Tottenham don't want that. <laughs> Tottenham want to play 4-2-3-1. Four, 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 they want to play attacking football. Attacking soccer. Sorry about that. They want to play attacking soccer. They, do don't, want to play, they don't want to play this defensive game that Antonio Conte's brought in. He's going to be gone this, this, this summer. Yeah, Brian. I think he leaves this summer, too. And again, I mean this honestly. I think Tottenham are truly a center back and a midfielder away from, from contending. Eric Dyer's not it. Romero's fine, but you still need you still need squad depth, and they need a good midfielder. They got a good attack, man. They have a good attack. But is Harry Kane leaving? I if mean, you were Harry Kane, listen, Alex I, is shaking his head. Yes. Yeah, if I if I were Harry Kane, I would make the decision of like I, I know he wants to stay in the Premier League because I know he wants to has to the, he wants to take the goal record. He wants that goal record from sure. Um, I think I think he can, and I think he will. I think he can. Um, and for me, I'd be like, do I want to win trophies or not? And so, I would to me, in from what I've seen, I would say I have a more likely chance of winning a trophy if I leave and go somewhere like United. I um, rather take. than staying at Tottenham. But. Promise you, if he stays at Tottenham, he'll never win a trophy. That's what I think too. This I team agree is with that destined actually. to never. Yeah, that's win. unfortunate, but I think you're right. Uh, where does it go? That's the next. That's my. I know you don't have to. Have, you don't really have to have an answer. But I'm looking around the league. He's not coming to Chelsea. Okay, he's not going to go to Arsenal. Like that. No. He, I, I think United is his, United, his destination. That's it. I mean, that's. I that's think it's the, the only one. place that he that's could go. One. Not going to City now. They have all. No, huh? no, no. That should happen two there. years ago. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think United would be his um, probably his only option, only, only good option um that he has and so it's just a matter of is ten hey gonna sign um i don't know well wait, of course no he's not they're not signing him back on it's gonna be it, it it's it's does does it kind of like lines up yeah but i don't know i saw a um you'd be proud of me dude i okay. saw a uh a newcastle fan uh jump into the twitter's mentions over the weekend and he said uh harry kane to newcastle and i almost oh. sent him back and i said sit the fuck down don't don't come chat over here kid. i will be that kid is dreaming that kid is i mean he is living a world that we are not in i hope but what if he did that would be what I, if he what if newcastle finishes top four and they get all kinds of money and they're like yo let me pitch you this, Harry Kane. Good. Come that's to a, Newcastle. That's a good question. Like, good. be the face of Newcastle. Be the he new he got lots here. of money. He's going to be the face of anywhere he goes. For I sure. I get that, but could they sell him on like, hey, we're up and coming. We got a lot of money. We're going to pump people around you. If what, they, who do you want? If who they, do you want around you? That's different. Yeah, that's a different story. What if story. they pump that? It's, 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 it's interesting got for sure. Lose, that's, right. that's what I'm saying. All right. That's not too crazy. See? You've, you've turned me on. <laughs> I know. Tottenham, Tottenham's a weird one right now. They're, they're, they they have a good squad. They have legit, real talent. Every year I say they should get rid of Ben Davies, and every year he doesn't. He's not world class at all. He's not top class, but he's a, he's a suitable Premier League left back. They got good players on this team, but their future is so weird. If they don't get top four, 
You've got Liverpool closing in and Newcastle closing in. This It'll be looked at as Tottenham slipped up here. It won't be looked at. Liverpool will be praised. Newcastle will be praised, absolutely. But a lot of that chatter will be Tottenham slipping up the top four race right yeah. there. My last question about Tottenham before we move on, before we go to Nottingham Forest real quick, um, is what do you think about their keeper situation? It's, I guess, see, that's the, it's, it, it's weird, right? Because it goes into this whole summer. It's, it's that if they're going to keep Loris, which I think they will, um, how old is he though now? Uh, he's got to be 36, 37. Producer right. Alex, so he's how coming, old is Hugo Loris? So I think you think you're right. He's right around that age. He's old. Um, that's why I'm saying like, do you keep him? They got to have somebody. Tottenham or do fans, you have? Because well, who was in goal this past week? Foster, Frazier Forster, yeah, Foster, right. Forster, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, and he's not, he's not your guy. He, he's not. He had a good um, game against Nottingham Forest, but he's not. He did, but no, that's not. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. He is uh, 36. 36. Yeah. Okay, so he's 36. So, I mean, he's coming up on. I mean, he's probably. I mean, he's probably just just ending his prime years now. As a keeper, though, you can la- you can play. You can, one, I know you right? can, you can last till forty. Yeah, for sure. You can last till forty. Oh, I so, see, your point is still made, but still, yeah. I'm like, do you? So, if I'm Tottenham, I look at do we keep him for another four years, or do I start looking elsewhere? You're for right. Someone add, that's like younger and going to be really good. It's going to be the long haul. You're right. Add goalkeeper to my list. Goalkeeper, two center backs, and a midfielder. I think if they do get that, they'll have a lot of squad depth. They, they you know, it's it, it is interesting this whole summer of what is exactly going to happen with Tottenham because if they don't get top four, they have a stadium that they still have to pay for, which is massive money, massive money, and then they have. A new coach coming in who is absolutely going to change the identity of the team. Antonio yeah. Conte is not just walking around. You don't have a lot of managers that are doing Conte ball right now. There are a lot of their their whole identity is going to have to rechange. They've had Mourinho and Conte, the last two managers, super defensive. You get in Pochettino. If you're a Tottenham fan, I'll say this: two things. If you're a Tottenham fan, come find us at US of Soccer Show Twitter and Instagram. Come tell us who you want as a manager, or if you should let Harry Kane go. If yeah. I'm Tottenham, because I really want to know. Like I want that kind of. I think it's time to go. I think it's time for Kane to go. I think it's time for Tottenham to move on. But I also think more importantly, it's time for Tottenham. And this again, I hope you take this with no Chelsea bias in this. I genuinely, I think it's time for Tottenham to get back to what Tottenham are supposed to be—a a free flowing, high attacking team. Yeah. And that's why you see this disconnect with the fans and Antonio Conte right now. I'm done talking about that scum team. Let's go on to Nottingham Forest. Okay. Dude. I mean, what what happened, man? I mean, Novice looks sloppy. Force don't care about this game. Yeah, and I mean they just they, they but they need to figure something out. They do because they, they're now trending towards the bottom. They've got Newcastle Wolves, Leeds, and Villa coming up next. Six okay. points from that, they'll be fine. They're looking yeah. ahead. I know the Newcastle game is going to be hard, but Newcastle yeah. up to this past weekend didn't look like scoring a whole bunch. Yeah. So with that, I just I think Steve Cooper looked at this game, thought we suck on the ball. Tottenham are going to give us the ball. Let's just play defensive. Let's try to c- shut up shop, and then let's look ahead. I think that's what he's doing. I, that's why I think they were so bad today because it's not – it's weird, man. It's and they weird. had a PK blocked in like yeah. the 95, 95th minute. You know, old Foster blocked it. But. Yeah. More to come from Nottingham Forest, I think. We'll see where they go. We we will see. No wins in their last five is concerning. Like yeah, you said, that's what What's up with them? It, it's an interesting Because one. they've pumped some money into that team. 26 new players. Nottingham Forest have a Friday fixture against Newcastle starting off our weekend. Tottenham against Everton midweek. Rounding out Saturday, Brian. Yep. Manchester City get a much-needed win against Crystal Palace. I put much-needed in that sentence because too many times we have seen Palace get a result 
Yep. Off of City. Like how many times? Yeah. And, and Andros Townsend goal comes to mind. I expected it this time. I'm I'm looking at it right. Oddly, oddly, City needed a win. Arsenal hadn't played yet. City needed a win though. Palace came out super defensive. They were 100% on it defensively. I keep telling you guys, Mark Gahey, center back for Palace, is so damn good. So underrated. Young guy as well. He's going to be moving on up to another team soon, especially if Palace get roped into this relegation. You saw the way the City team celebrated at the end. Did you see that? They celebrated like they were. this was a massive win. They knew because they had to grind this one out. You're not going to win every they, game 5-0. They five did, nothing. yeah. Not You're just not. You're not going to win every single game 5-0. They had to grind this one out. The season's been very weird for them, right, Brian? I mean, it's not they've not yeah. been like dominant city like we've seen the past couple of years. Yeah, they have been. They have definitely been a little odd this year. Win win came from a uh, a city penalty. If Elise doesn't make that challenge, we're probably talking about a nil nil. Which yeah. is again, Palace coming off. You got something to say, Alex? I'm just looking at the stats from the game and like Crystal Palace is lucky it was one nothing. Oh yeah, like it's yeah. not even like and, not. and City should be walking off the field upset. That, that's all they got <laughs> for yeah. sure. And, yeah, and that, I think that's why they were celebrating so hard because they were yeah. like they were the like, whole time they're like, they're like holy we crap, scored? we finally. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Palace came out super defensive. All the stats say that, that City should have won this game like five six nil. But we've seen Palace get a result off of City how many times, man? Every yeah. single yeah. year. Yeah. This is like that's great. I do think it's a good performance from City. It, Especially now, because Arsenal won, which we'll get into in a little bit, and then they have Leipzig at midweek, which they have drawn nil nil against. So that means City must win this week, this coming Tuesday, I think, or they're out of the Champions League. That would be catastrophic. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like that would be. That is what Pep is there for. Not to go three Premier League titles or whatever it's been. He's there to win. The the Champions League. Yeah. Good on City. Let's move on to Palace, Brian. Unless you got something else to say about City. No, no, no. You're good. Palace. We'll be talking about it for a couple weeks now, Brian. Is Patrick, Patrick Vieira a good coach? <laughs> is he? Palace fans, is Patrick Vieira a good coach? I don't tell I us. don't know. Tell us because we don't know. I'll tell you what I do know. Seven goals in their last 13 games is awful. Zero wins since beating Bournemouth on December 31st is awful. At least you can beat Bournemouth. At least you, yeah, exactly. Before they got their signings, before they started dogging. That's, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. You could definitely tell that, that Patrick Vieira does not know how to, how to work this, this, uh, palace attack. Yeah. At first, at first, I kind of, I was like really more on his side, like, nah, I mean, I think he is. And I think, but now, now I am starting to kind of question a little bit, like, okay, like, does he, like, does he translate to a coach, like, well, or, or not? No, I don't know. So. It's it. We're definitely going to find a lot to come out of Palace, and 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 with the results coming up next, with the fixtures coming up next, Palace are a team. If they go down, I feel like they're not going to come up for a long time. Oh, they're, they're full of young talents that will a hundred percent leave if if they have to go down to the championship. And yeah. a lot of their established guys are old, and that's they're not going to be able to handle the grind of the championship. Palace's next game is midweek against Brighton. I love that fixture. I'll be tuning in. City's next game is RB Leipzig in the Champions League, and then they take on Burnley in the FA Cup at the weekend. It's getting to Sunday, dude. Let's talk about West Ham. This, I, this what, me talking about West Ham. It, I don't have. I told you last week. I don't have a specific side on West Ham. I just don't understand how this team is so bad when i walk when i look at the team sheet you know when i look at every all the talent they have on this team full of international talent and they are so bad 
But like, uh, yeah, it's this game ended one one. West Ham should have lost this game. One of the weakest penalty calls I've ever seen. And hilarious, I say that on the same weekend that we had that Liverpool penalty. You know what I mean? Yeah, missed. Like West, this West Ham one was bad. Ben Rama buries it in the 26th minute to tie the game after an Ollie Watkins. Brian on my boy. Yeah, dude, he is. Ollie Watkins is the jam, dude. Should have had two. It's all right, man. Still, still. I don't know how producer Alex. How old is Ollie Watkins? I think he's like 24. He's not He's not super young, but he's a young enough guy. He's young enough, yeah. But that was it. It won one, and that was it. Villa, when they're on, they are on. They got a lot of good passing patterns. Yeah. I like what they're doing. They just don't have everything there. Interesting summer ahead for them, though, because yeah. they're definitely going to be staying up. Yeah, they're I think not, so. Yeah. They're not going to be. I don't think they're going down. They're middle they're of. Yeah, they're sitting there with Chelsea. They're middle of the league. Yeah. He is actually 27. Ollie Watkins is 27. That changes my entire outlook on Ollie Watkins. Yeah. A little be, bit, actually. He should be burying. I thought he was 23, 24. That is very I thought he was a much younger guy, but Ollie Watkins is a couple he doesn't, years. He does not look 20. I'm looking unless, at a picture of him right now. Unless there's another guy named Ollie Watkins on Ashton Villa. No, okay. there is not. Then, then that's him. That is, that is very interesting. Well, that Ollie is, Watkins, 27 okay. years old, good on him. He's a Premier League striker. Yeah, yeah, but he's—I mean—he could be better, man. He—he he should be burying some of these chances. That's actually that twenty-five matches, nine goals, and four assists. Like I like the nine goals. It's just that there are some moments he gets himself into good positions, and like I said, that one yeah. missed chance that in this game should have had it. Yeah, especially. I mean, now you're in twenty-seven. You're in your prime at this point. Then, oh yeah. So yeah, that I mean, that's this right. is probably I, his yeah. best season too. I mean, it's yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Be fair too. Still one of my—I like Ollie Watkins a lot. Like I said, though, interesting summer ahead if they back Unai Emery. Yeah. It'd be a very interesting team next year. No, I, I agree. What do you think and about Villa, Brian? I like I, I like Villa. Um, I mean, not like I'm like a fan. Like, but like, I, like, like, like. like. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, yeah, I think you're, I, I think they're interesting. I think it could be interesting if they back Amory in the summer and they let him do his thing because, I mean, they've looked to put a couple things together yeah. uh, this season. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're trending in. In a good direction, at least. Um, and then West Ham, you know, he's not turning like, in a good direction. West Ham has figured it out. West Ham, West Ham is not turning in the right but direction. But man, like they, and you're right. It's just they have so much, and they just need to. And maybe, maybe it's maybe it's just Moyes. David Moyes made two changes in this game. He made two subs in this game. You are chasing a you're not chasing a goal, but you're tied at home. You are at home. It's one one. You make two changes. Neither of them a striker. Neither I don't know what Skamaka has to do to get a game, but why he doesn't bring on his strikers when he needs a goal is unreal. You know what I think it is? David Gold and David Sullivan own the club. David Gold passed away earlier this year, and it's looking more and more likely that Sullivan's going to sell. They are not going to pay David Moyes out. They're going to look to get as much money as possible. A lot of rumors coming out right now that (laughs) – this is insane – that even if West Ham go down, they're going to keep David Moyes. And that – Really? The fans would have an – absolute riot man yeah i mean that would be not good long rest of the season for ahead for west ham i hope they figure it out because i don't want them to go down i don't want west ham to go down it's it's looking more and more likely that no disrespect to bournemouth and no disrespect to southampton but it's looking more and more likely that a big team is going to go down yeah everton west ham leeds leicester. forest leicester yeah. Look, it's looking at least one of them is going to go think, down yeah it could be and when, and that is Never thought that at the beginning of the season. No. Would not have guessed that. No. Would not have put those teams' names in that hat. But yeah. West Ham take on, listen to this, A.E.K. Larnaca. Okay. Who come from the island of Cyprus in the Middle East in the Europa Conference League. Nobody asked for this 
I'm, I'm not going to start cussing for no reason. <laughs> Nobody asked for this competition. Nobody. Aston Villa welcome Bournemouth at the weekend. I had to breathe heavy because yeah, I saw that. We are we are about to talk about I. It's been it's been noted on this show that Brian and I are not Manchester United fans. <laughs> if you couldn't guess, if you couldn't guess, whatever. Manchester United also not a team that is also a team that I do not like. Anthony Taylor was the referee in this game. Oh man, Anthony Taylor is the worst referee across all sports. He frustrates the mess out of me. Andre Mariner, who. If that name sounds familiar, it's because I just brought him up in the Chelsea. <laughs> he referees in-game on Saturday and on Sunday. He is the VAR official. Mm. This game sucked. It ended nil-nil. Manchester United versus Southampton. Casemiro with his second red card of the season. Yeah. He's going to miss four matches. And he just got back. Just got back. Andre Mariner was a VAR. Anthony Taylor is the on-field referee. Let me paint the picture for you. Taylor sees the incident live, gives a yellow card. Mariner, who just ignored three of the exa- of worst challenges over on a Saturday, <laughs> the he day just, before the day before sees three of the same type of challenges in the Chelsea game. Doesn't even he doesn't even think about giving a yellow card. He gets in Anthony Taylor's ear and says, "Might want to go look at that." Everything does everything not look worse in in slow motion? Oh yeah, yeah. is it a red card? I think it is. Is it the right yeah. call? Yeah, so am I coming at the man for having the right call? Yeah. There's a lot of United fans that say it's not, and there's a lot of United fans getting pissed that this is the same guy who ignored it the the day before. And well, then, and that's that's I think where I side with you with crazy. United with United fans on that. It's like, yeah, this dude just ignored <laughs> like three worst challenges 24 hours before. It's so. it's insane. I'm I would call out any any player for inconsistency. I'm calling out the referee here. Not that he's ever going to hear it. But I'm calling the referee because this was fucking shocking from this guy. This he he just he just refereed a game on Saturday. He had an awful game. How is the FA not step? It's clear as de- like everybody, even Leicester fans, came on and said that those were red cards should have happened in the Chelsea game. I'm not bringing this about Chelsea. I'm bringing it about this guy. How is this guy allowed to VAR the next day? He is shocking. Yep. After that, though, United's bench. If you were watching. Brought on Scott McTominay. I I challenge anybody, your boy, anybody. Find me, find the show on Twitter. More importantly, at US of Soccer Show. Come tell us what team does McTominay walk in? The answer is none. None of them in the top flight. You go to Italy, you go to Germany. None of them. He he does nothing well, and that's the problem with United. They have no depth. Yeah, when they have injuries, they have absolutely yeah. no depth. Yeah, and I mean, um, but I mean, all in all, with this game. It was uh, I did I did watch it and it was a little shocking because yeah Casemiro gets that red card debatable red card I'll say um, in the 34th minute and Southampton does not take advantage of that and it ends in a tie so good on United for uh, because honestly there were multiple times where it felt like Southampton was the one that was a man down for sure when I was watching I was like. Uh, how is United still yeah. almost scoring multiple times when they're down a man? You want to know why? Please tell me. Go ahead. Because Southampton absolutely sucks. There it is. James Ward-Prowse <laughs> barely misses a free kick in the second half that would that would have tied him with David Beckham. Southampton get a point, but because of this uh, results elsewhere, you still sit bottom, and that's not banter. That's unfortunate. They're not a good team. 
Yeah. Brian, where are goals going to come from out of this South uh, They're not. I mean, the the only the only place the goals are going to come from is James Ward James Ward-Prowse on free, free kicks. kicks. They never look like scoring from open. They're play. not going to score like an open play very much. Romeo so. Latvia, a a defensive mid for Southampton, looks awesome. James Ward-Prowse looks awesome. Should be playing for other 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 teams. Back to United, real quick. I don't know what they're going to do this summer. They need depth. Like they need it. They need it so bad. And th- this team, this club, drags their feet in the. Tra- I keep saying it. All you United fans, enjoy truly enjoy the season because. It is going to be if you don't quickly get yeah. going in the summertime, you are going to have serious red card killed this game. Yeah, that's, it did. I agree. unfortunately, that's it. That's it from this game. Red card killed it. Southampton take on Brentford next week. Manchester United have a Europa League game against Real Real Betis, Alex's favorite uh, Spanish team. Let's go midweek, and then they have an FA Cup game against Fulham at the weekend. Let's talk about it. Arsenal. Boop boop. Pure domination from Arsenal. Oh, yeah, man. They came out and just took it to Fulham. Went up by two in, the, in 30 minutes. Could have been – probably should have been three. I don't like that. Could have been that. three, yeah. I don't – the offsides, I hate this. I, I put up a video of – not an Arsenal fan, not an Arsene Wenger fan, but I put up a video of Arsene Wenger. I completely agree with him. Like, if, if, if you're an attacker and part of your body is still onside, you're onside. Yeah, a, I, I actually agree with that. As a defender, I agree with that. If I'm the defender, well, and I, th- I think the whole thing was, I mean, the whole original, like before VAR, the whole offside rule was that you err on the side yes. of the attacker. Yep, exactly. And so it's like if so if if he, I mean, if his arm is offside, but he is still the rest of him is still onside. Exactly, you're going to err on the side of the attacker. Well, his he's still onside. My my whole thing so that is was VAR if, that just throws that out the window. If I'm the defender. And Alex is the attacker, and Alex gets a step on me, which would never happen because I'm way faster than so Alex. So easy. That would be the easiest I'm the fa- thing I've I'm ever way done faster in my than life. If Alex gets a step. Let's see it in real life. Let's, if Alex gets a step <laughs> on me, honestly, if he gets a step, but most of his body's still on side, that's on me as the defender for allowing him yeah. to go. I need to step up to create the full offside. It's nobody asked for a goal to go in, and then we're checking marginal centimeter. Like nobody wanted. You're this checking at like all. fingernails, and you're like, "Oh, his fingernails offside. Nope, no goal." There's no advantage being played to Martinelli. No, he, he's got both of his feet onside because he's leaning. As you, you don't, you don't run with your feet out, and you're right. You don't run with your ass forward. And you're, you know, like I, I wish everyone could. I wish there was a video podcast right now. I, I wish everyone could have seen the position that Mike that was put him provocative. In. I get. <laughs> I think I need a minute. I'll be back. <laughs> a lot of movement in this room over here. Clinical from Arsenal. I'm done talking about VAR. Very clinical from Arsenal. I, that's not that's not the story of the game at all was VAR. This was all Arsenal. And the, the, the and most impressive thing about them is the distribution from them with the goals is key. They got like four players who have 10 goals. This was deemed a tricky game by everybody as Fulham were supposed to come out and sneak a result here or get something. Trossard was so good for Arsenal, man. So, so, so good. I think he assisted for all three goals. Yeah. Arsenal just bossed them. That was it. Arsenal just bossed this and this Fulham team. This was an awesome, awesome performance from them. That's <laughs> Alex. Alex is recording a video. As of now, regardless of how the season ends, and I know that there's Arsenal could still slip up. For me, Arsenal's been the best team in the league. They are oh, yeah. levels ahead of everybody except for Man City. They are getting performances and goals from every single player. The impressive thing with Arsenal, man, is they got Jorginho. So when Thomas Partey's out, Jorginho just slots right in. Yep. They get Trossard. So when you have one player out, Trossard slots right in. You know, Tierney's been out. 
<laughs> the every, you know Ben White's been playing right back all season long. It's 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 been super impressive from all of them. It's the way that you want to see a team play. Good on them. I still have a game coming up against City. That'll decide the title. That's true. Uh, but they, I mean they they kept they kept this run going. I think they're five points ahead of City. They have a game next week. City do not because they're playing in the FA Cup. Arsenal could go eight points clear right uh, as of uh, the end of next weekend. That'll be yeah. massive from them. Massive. What do you think about Arsenal, Brian? I think they look really good. Hate I think it. they. I, I, I absolutely hate it. Didn't say I liked it, but yeah, they exactly. do look good. So Arsenal fans, uh, good on relish you. it while you can. Good on you. They're looking good. Fulham. Not sure what the hell this Yikes. was. Yeah, that was something. This was bad. It was not good. This was yeah. bad. But I honestly, Brian, I couldn't tell if this was like is Fulham this bad or is Arsenal just that good. I, I couldn't know. tell. It was tough because they had Mitrovic back. They did, and so I was like, I kind of thought that would be yep. a factor, and because like he's been missing, obviously been injured, stuff like that. So to have him back now and like up and running, like full speed, and I was just like, okay, well, this will actually be a really good match. And then Arsenal just came out, and I don't, I don't, I mean, I would say it's a little bit of both, but I don't, I don't know if it is because, yeah, I just thought Fulham's been better than. For sure, I think they just had an off game. I, I don't know, I but again, nothing, nothing away from Arsenal. Absolutely, no, no, absolutely not. I thought, I thought this was a game that Arsenal could absolutely slip up in and Fulham because the way yeah. Fulham been playing. I actually expected, I expected, I was like, this could be a game where they slip up. I expected that too. I expected but. a draw at 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 worst for. I didn't think they were going to lose. I expected a draw. They 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 dominated. Yeah, Fulham. this was looked great. This is a bad game by Fulham. Fulham's next game is at Manchester United at the FA Cup at the weekend. Arsenal take on Sporting. C- they don't care about this. Arsenal don't care about. The no. Europa League at all. They, no. It's tied 2-2 right now. Why uh, would they, though? If you're an Arsenal fan, let me know. If I was an Arsenal fan right now, i pack that competition. I don't care about the Europa League. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in Champions League next year, oh, regardless. Yeah. Exactly. I, want, I would put I want 110% focus on Premier League title. They don't care about that. They have yeah. Sporting CP at the weekend, and then they have Crystal Palace. I'm sorry, Sporting at, on Thursday and then Crystal Palace on the weekend. I Play the kids. I, nobody, would, nobody would come after you because you want the title. And that is... Just facts, unfortunately. Nobody cares about the Europa League. Finishing off the weekend, we had Newcastle United welcome Wolverhampton Wanderers, where the Jordies get a much-needed 2-1 victory. Nick Pope should have been sent off, Ryan. Yep. Did you see this? Yep. Nick Pope should have been gone. Wolves should feel a bit robbed about this red card. It stays in theme with the weekend of poor refereeing, but Nick Pope should have absolutely been sent off. A couple minutes later, Newcastle get a goal. Alexander Isak. Finally starts. I don't know where this guy's been. I don't right. know why he's been in and out. I know. But the past couple of weeks, Newcastle have not looked like scoring. Isak finally gets in, gets a goal. And then a sloppy defensive error allows Huang from Wolves to get the equalizer. But the main man, Miggy Almiron, Miggy. back in the goals. See, this is a good goal, too. Did you see yeah. this? This was a very good goal. Very good team goal. How big, Brian, would it be if Newcastle got top four? Huge. I mean... Again, we, we've talked about it a little bit the past few weeks. If you've listened, if you haven't, go back and listen. Um, but, yeah, I, it, would be, it would be huge. It would be, be dangerous. It would be huge because, again, like they have money now, and they would have even more money to pump into them this summer if they get top four and get a Champions League spot. So, if they don't, is it a failure? If they don't make top four? Yeah. yeah. Uh, For me, it's a no. I'm going to say – I'm gonna say no. Care about cup um, final. 
that actually was a, a that was a tough choice. But I actually will say no as well. Um, because yeah, I think they had a good, I think they had a good run. Yeah. Like I said, Carabao cup. I think they had a good Carabao cup run, run and that would get to the final. Yeah. Like that's exactly. great for Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to me, all signs point that you're trending in, in a good direction. So to me, even if you miss top four, if you don't make top four this season, I don't see it as like falling short in the, at least not in my eyes. Would love to have it for Newcastle. If you're a Newcastle yeah. fan, you want top four. I think I, I thought about being a Newcastle fan after this weekend. I thought about removing my tattoo <laughs> and burning all my Liverpool stuff. Top seven. Uh, and their season's a success. If you fall below that, I don't think your season's a failure. No. But if you fall out of the European places, I feel like it's a big then missed it's opportunity. Like, yeah, exactly. Missed opportunity is the best, I think. They're playing with house money right now. Yeah. Wolves, they'll be fine. Honestly. I think so. I think I mean I think I don't think they'll get relegated. I don't I think they'll finish kind of like out of every the bottom team, of the table, but like, out of every team in the bottom, Wolves are the best out of Yeah, oh yeah, I agree. Well, it's not it's clear it's clear as day. Wolves have been playing the best, they have the better players. I shouldn't say that, actually. Wolves have been playing the best. Bit of a robbery from the red card. I, I bet sure. Wolves are going to be pissed about this. I, you'll be fine, though. Wolves are going to stay up. Sucks that you lost that game. Definitely did not deserve to lose that game. I thought Wolves played very well. But Newcastle, this was a good game. This was a fun, entertaining game. It's, it's interesting to see what's going to happen at the end of the season. If Newcastle get top four, that's wild. Yes, And if Wolves stay up from where they were, bottom of the league at one point, that's insane. Yep. Newcastle's next game is against Nottingham Forest. Wolverhampton Wanderers take on Leeds United. That is a massive, massive game for Leeds. I'm going to run through the FA Cup games next weekend, and I'm going to hand it over to Brian to talk about the league table. Next weekend, we got City versus Burnley, a matchup between Pep and uh, Vincent Company. Then we have Sheffield United versus Blackburn Rovers. Let's go Blackburn Rovers. I don't know why. I just want to see Blackburn Rovers win this whole thing. Manchester United take on Fulham. Let's go Fulham, but it doesn't look very good right now. And then League Two, Grimsby Town, baby. Grimsby Town. Heads down to take on Brighton Hove Albion. Give me Grimsby Let's Town. Go Grimsby and Town, baby. I need that so bad. That's awesome. awesome. The Grimsby Boys. That's us. The Grimsby the Boys. Grimsby that's boys. Us. I'll, buy, I'll buy that jersey. Let's go Grimsby Town. Go ahead, Brian. Let's hear about the league table. All right, uh, Alex, do you want to do the. Uh, table rundown. Gosh, I appreciate that table so much. Table rundown. Perfect. Table rundown. Table rundown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, table rundown. Here it is. Arsenal, number one, sitting top, 66 points. Uh, Man City stayed exactly where they're at on your heels in second with 61 points. United, uh, even with the tie, stayed in third with 50 points. Uh, good old Tottenham stayed in fourth with 48 points. Uh, so they're right on the heels of Man U, though. Um, Newcastle jumped up to fifth place. After this weekend, with their win to, with 44 points, Liverpool, lovely, dropped down to 6th with 42 points. Love that. Uh, Brighton jumped up to 7th with 39 points. Fulham dropped to 8th with 39 points, uh, so they're down on goal difference. Brentford stayed where they are at in 9th with 38 points. Chelsea stayed where they're at in 10th with 37 points. Aston Villa stayed where they're at in 11th with 35 points. Crystal Palace stayed in 12th, 27 points. Uh, Wolves stayed in 13th, 27 points. Um, and 14th is Nottingham Forest with 26 points, so right on the heels. Uh, and then as we kind of come to the bottom of the table here, Everton did move up to 15th with 25 points. Leicester moved down to 16th, 24 points. West Ham also moved down to 17th, 24 points. So right out of the relegation zone there. And then to bring to the bottom three in the relegation zone right now, Bournemouth is 18th, 24 points. Leeds United dropped down into 19th, 23 points, and your boys, Southampton, in 20th 
place with 22 points, and that is the table. Yeah, they saw this week. They took uh, six points off of Chelsea this year. This this Premier League season has been awesome. Chelsea could get yeah. top four. They could get relegated. Premier League's fucking awesome, man. Let's talk about the MLS, dude. It was absolutely – no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it was not. Unfortunately, yeah. I uh, no, it wasn't. A lot of talking points still. Which we're yeah, go over. it just was. It was not an electric weekend for MLS. Bit sloppy from some of these games. Let's talk about the best team in the league, and that's not even banter at all. <laughs> oh, here we St. go. St. Louis, yeah, still the best is. team to ever fucking do it. Okay? okay, top of the league, not joint top, not shared top. I'm talking solo dolo top of the league. Three and zero, baby, right? Three and zero. Hey Three-0. man, they they look good though. St. Yeah. Louis headed to Portland. They conceded in the third minute but finished the game 2-1. That's three games in a row now that they've had to come back from being down. Goals from Stroud. I love this guy, Alex. I love this guy. Hybert and a 17-year-old Miguel Perez started this game, played 66 minutes. It's been an awesome three games from the new boys in St. Louis. Maybe, Brian. Just maybe. Oh, Bobby Firmino coming from Liverpool. I saw that. Dude, how crazy would that be? You know what's really funny? We're going to get to this in a second, but I, I was reading up on this whole thing, and there were three teams that were interested in Bobby Firmino. St. Louis. Shit, it was a team in Germany, and I forgot that. That's on me. That's on me. I'll be better. <laughs> Last one was Nashville. Oh. I Well, how hype would you be? Oh, I would just. There was a. Uh, it was a mind. Um, but I also saw the LAFC is interested that's, in him. I think there was another one as well. Yeah. There was a writer for the MLS um, talking about, I sh- again, I should know his name. I, I need to do that because I need to give credit where it's due. But there was a writer for the MLS and he put um, that something that uh, Nashville need is a striker that can get goals and yeah, collect Yeah, I think that's true. Bobby would be awesome. Oh, Brian, man, I, I would lose my mind. Because, I mean, imagine like my favorite player leaving my favorite team and going to my MLS team. Exactly. Like, How awesome is that? Um, but. Before, so uh, yeah, I mean, St. Louis looking super good. I had, I was actually had saved a tweet here from MLS Buzz on uh, on Twitter uh, that was talking about St. Louis. How they're saying they're not only showing how to have a like a, a real sporting plan for an expansion club, um, but they're also outdoing most clubs around the league in general. And they, they even said they wanted to say that the people at the highest levels of the organization in St. Louis uh, have been attending local high school games and scouting the planet with a clear plan in mind for years. So. I was like, that is actually incredible. I said it already. We're the best team to ever do it. Let's talk about a team <laughs> that I almost picked. Charlotte suck, don't they, Brian? Gosh, man, I want them to, to do right? well so bad. For those of you that don't know, Brian, Alex, and I are from Richmond, Virginia. It's about three hours away from Charlotte, two hours away from D.C. We hate D.C. <laughs> yeah. So we, we kind of pull the worst. Yeah, kind of pulling for Charlotte, but uh, this team stinks. Uh, I know. They get battered by Atlanta. And Christian Latanzio, head coach for Charlotte, doesn't look like he has any idea what his best 11 are. They have looked slow up front and easy to beat out back. If you're a Charlotte fan, seriously, get involved. Let us know what in the hell is going on. When I was anything, Everything I was reading was that Charlotte would be, because there's 18 teams get in, Charlotte would be one of those 18 teams getting in the playoffs. <laughs> and you know what's really funny? I'm going to – I'll get into that in a second, actually. Please get involved with us. Tell us what you think about your team, Charlotte FC. Well, and I just think Charlotte Charlotte deserves a bit better because, sure. like, I mean, they're selling out sixty six thousand people. Yeah, I mean, selling. I mean, they're so it's like, man, please. I hope I hope they turn it around. Atlanta, though, they look awesome. I said it last yeah. week. That Wiley kid looks fucking so good. Yeah. Tiago Almada is good, and I'm not talking MLS. I'm talking very, very good. But here's something funny, Brian. 
something that it's I'm this is not a knock I'm not making fun of anything it's just weird and you'll I think you'll get this coming from as newbies to the MLS everybody keeps talking about that they're worried for Charlotte what do you they're not going to go down what are you worried for yeah, you're bottom you of the can't league go you're, yeah, can't yeah. get relegated you're going to suck all year yeah I mean that sucks for your fans but I'm not worried for Charlotte nothing happens you just go to the bottom you get the first overall pick I'm not worried for Charlotte at all yeah right. it's weird it's weird watching it now because you know when I couldn't imagine if I was a fan of Charlotte right now. I'll tell you something funny, actually. We got a buddy named Nate McCullen, and Nate decided to be a Charlotte fan. <laughs> and he, he's also a West Ham fan. I was going to say, after he went for West Ham, yeah. he then went to Charlotte, which, hey, he, I still think it's kind of a good pick. He what texted are? me this weekend and he goes, Hey, man, done with soccer. My team stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely hysterical. Anyway, hang in there, Nate. Hang in there. Tease and peas to Nate. Tease and peas to Nate. Nashville beat the absolute hell out of Montreal 2 0. How was that game, Brian? Uh, I mean, it was it was pretty good. I uh, your boy Schaffelberg, Schaffelberg. It was uh, Mukhtar to Schaffelberg, which was awesome, man. I mean, he had that connection in the first game as well. That was the assist to the goal in the first game. Schaffelberg with the mola, dude's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was a little bit of a slow start until about the like thirty minute mark, and then it kind of started picking up. Um, yeah, and then uh, one of the subs, Washington, came in and and uh, in the second half, and then scored in the 89th minute. So, do you know about this guy, Washington? I don't know I, a ton. I, they, I was watching. Um, shit, I was watching the uh, the recap. Okay, and one of the people on there said Taylor Washington is a player that has been playing in Nashville since they were in the USL. I did not know that. That's awesome. That's, That's cool. A, yeah, good for him. Yeah, that is awesome. Taylor Washington, him. remember the name. I did, obviously, Homegrown I, right there. Homegrown. Yeah, I love that. He's been playing with Nashville good for, for him. years. Good for that guy. Good for him. Right. A lot of good – we're going to talk about how shit these games were. A lot of good yeah. stories from this past weekend. Not a lot of good games. Yeah, unfortunately, it was a – like, we'd had that, – that was good, but yeah, like – and not to put a damper on it, but there was a little bit of a dud of a weekend in MLS. Dud. Miami lose to New York City FC by an own goal. Did you see this own goal? That's unfortunate. That was a comical. Uh, yeah. I watched this whole game just for that own goal to be the only. Pellegrini <laughs> <laughs> scores, but he gets called off. Yeah, bad. exactly. Yeah. And then the own goal. I was like, all right. That was that was a good two hours of nothing Can't, pretty uh, much. Of nothing. Yeah. Can't wait for them to leave Yankee Stadium, right? Watch Same. that baseball field. Is Same. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the camera angle. Do you see the camera yeah, angle? It's, it's so weird. It's a miserable one. It's so watch. weird, yeah. I hate it watching weird. it on the baseball Man, I can't wait for them to get their stadium, though. Yeah. Snow game yeah. in Minnesota as the – I think – I didn't know this, but the loons are a bird. Did you know this? Yeah. No, yeah. I did not know I this. I didn't know that. Actually. Loons draw with the Red Bulls. I think I hate New York Red Bulls, by the way. I'm not a big energy drink guy, and I hate I hate Red Bull. They play in New Jersey anyways. They're posers. Like, that's, that's, like the Jets. Hey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jets. Yeah, hey, yeah. same thing as LA Galaxy, by the way. LA Galaxy does not play in Los Angeles. Where do they play? Uh, I can't remember. where. Let me hold on. I'll find it for Producer you. Producer Alex, where does Los... Uh, you oh, know yeah. That's how we have Producer Alex here. Lo- love getting that orange ball out from Minnesota. Both goals come from set pieces. No surprise. This game had absolutely no quality. Not knocking the snow game. That was fun to watch. It's different watching the soccer game in the snow. But um, this is a good one, Brian. This is a good one. Did you see Austin FC get a win? Yes, I did. Did you see who scored at the end? This kid's name is Owen Wolf. He's the son of head coach Josh Wolf. Yep. He gets the winner with an absolute banger in the 88th yes. minute against Real Salt Lake. Good for him, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That was awesome. And good for Austin. Oh, yeah, dude. They're good. a sweet team with a sweet atmosphere. They do have a good Good atmosphere. on them, man. They're good. Keep Austin weird, right, Alex? That's right. It also, they do play in L.A. No, they don't. <laughs> well, that's what this says. <laughs> Get them, bro. BMO Stadium. Where's BMO Stadium? It's in L.A.? Yeah. L.A. Galaxy fans, let us know. Are you watching <laughs> LA this LA Galaxy, game? no. 
that's not right. Oh wait, you said Galaxy. I'm looking at FC. Yeah, okay. I was like, that's not even. Their, I was like, that's not their stadium. We'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be better. <laughs> we'll be better. San Jose beat Colorado. Everybody told me that San Jose was going to stink. Two wins and one loss, and that one loss came from a two goals in stoppage time from Atlanta United's Tiago Almada. Without that, they would be second in the West, San Jose. Wow. Is that going to continue? No clue. They would be undefeated right now if they didn't have two stoppage time goals. Wow. Chris Durkin. Good old Durkin. Durkin formerly Durkin. of our very own Richmond Kickers. Gets <laughs> Let's a, go. Let's go, dude. Gets an equalizer in the D.C. United game against Orlando. Orlando get the opener from the number one overall pick in this past year's draft, Duncan McGuire. Good for him. Yeah. Number one overall pick. Big kid. Big kid. Six <laughs> three, yeah. I think. He did a backflip. This I'm kid was awesome. Dog. Game this game stunk. This game Yeah. Stunk. Yeah. It wasn't good. During uh the majority of these seven thirty Eastern slates, uh we were watching uh friend of the show, Dion had a live stream going on. Seattle versus Cincinnati. The game was slow, slow game like the rest it of the game. It was games. a slow game, unfortunately. But it ended with a lot of drama. Cincinnati gets a late goal and a red card from Nick Hagland. And hilariously, during the live stream, uh, I sent out a message that said I was impressed by Nick Hagland, and he immediately, he immediately gets immediately got card. a red card, and I was dying. Cincinnati yeah. pretty much dominated this game though without the ball too, especially in the second half. Like I said earlier, we were watching this game with a buddy, a friend of the show, Dion, live stream. Go check him out on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerdy Soccer Guy. He'll be doing a lot more of these live streams. They're awesome. They're a good time. Keeps me kept me way engaged in this game when it was not a very good game at all. Last one. You like this, Brian. Okay. Toronto and Columbus draw 1-1. Why did everyone keep telling us how good Toronto is? Zero wins, one draw, two losses for Toronto. This team stinks. Everybody kept bringing up how good Toronto's going to be this year. Toronto sucks. Good. It's a boring team to watch, too. Good. I'm glad. Ugly jerseys. Yeah, not good. (laughs) Not for me. Not for me. That's the MLS right there, Brian. Yeah. Those are the big results from the MLS. We had had one nil-nil. Just not very good games, huh? No, it it was just a, it was unfortunately this was it happens in soccer. It does. Well, again, and it's not like it's like unheard of for yeah, yeah. Premier League, but it's just this is this is just the era. I'm like with MLS. I'm like, all right, we just you got we got to find ways to do a little bit better here. So I think it'll ramp back up. Let me talk about Apple TV real quick. Okay, good on them for fixing the MLS 360. A lot more enjoyable to watch now that I'm not staring at the back of people's heads. <laughs> that does help. Brian, fuck those commercials. Dude, still commercials? Still, commercials. Oh, they're not going away. Wow, it's awful. I don't okay. think they're going away. No, they're not um, going away. I mean, it's it, so dumb. And that's and that is crazy. To, crazy. Again, it just, that just that just blows my mind. Don't, like, why are you putting commercials during the during, game coverage? There's I, now this week deserved it because there was at one point there was only three goals across eight games. So I get it. So maybe, oh yeah, but, but most still, weeks I don't I, I don't need that at all. No, it's crazy. Yeah, what, I don't want to end it on a negative. Yeah, what I love up. about Apple TV Plus. Alex brought this up. Alex would appreciate this. Producer Alex would appreciate Love the video quality. Yeah. Good video quality. Dude, their video quality is great. Uh, Tune into a Vancouver game. Watching Vancouver at home fucking sucks. Their their field is (laughs) – go look at that. Their field is weird. (laughs) Their field is so weird to watch. Go ahead. Sorry. They do have a a striker, something white. I think it's Ben White. Very good striker. I like him a lot, but I was watching the Vancouver game. Man, that that's a that's a tough watch on that field. Go ahead, Alex. I did run into a problem with Apple TV actually when All I was right. trying to find the games. I was lo- w- trying to watch it on my iPad, which had ne- I had needed to update the the, the you know whatever software. the software. Yeah, and um, because I hadn't it, the MLS Pass was not on Apple TV. 
So you have to update. I had to up, and it's not just update the app. It's update yeah, the whole, whole iPad. Yeah, well, yeah. It's actually the same with my phone. Yeah. It I was, tried to watch it on my phone, and it wouldn't let me. And I was like, interesting. I couldn't what? even find anything about it. Really? I found La Liga, Second yeah, League. Yeah. I saw nothing. USL stuff. Yeah. Nothing. nothing I from searched the MLS. MLS, nothing. I bet I bet it's an Apple thing. Has yeah, to, has it was super annoying. I Googled it. I was like, yeah, you need to update your entire software if it's not. I was like, that is so annoying. <laughs> So I didn't do it. That's the MLS from this past weekend. Not the best. Uh, you know, Alex, hopefully next week. What do we, we what do we figure out about LA Galaxy? Uh, they play in Carson, which is a city in Los Angeles. Get them. So. <laughs> LA Galaxy fans, get involved in these comments. Where do you guys How watch these How can a city games? be within a city? Because city, Los Angeles County is is the greater, and then there's Los Angeles City. Is is chest is, is what's going on? <laughs> no, right here. that's like saying... Midlothian, a city in <laughs> Richmond. No, it's not the same thing. There's, there's Chesterfield County and then there's Chesterfield City. Okay. That's exactly the same thing. But Chesterfield is outside of Richmond. But I'm not talking about Richmond. It's the same thing. It, they play in L.A. County, which oh is in L.A. God. It's LA part Galaxy of L.A. fans, let us know Doesn't where go. do you guys play at. That is the MLS from this past weekend. Not the best. Hopefully next week is a little bit more electric, a lot more electric. Let's talk about some USL, boys. Whistle. I talk, I watched a lot of damn soccer over the weekend, as you can probably <laughs> tell. Each week, I'm not going to go through every single game because uh, I don't think there's a market for that. But each week, I will highlight a couple games that I think are interesting. If you are super interested in the USL, check out the USL show at the USL show. They cover each and every game. It's a good show. I don't know those guys at all. I'm just giving you guys a platform. Go check it out. A lot of fun. MLS fans. Possible expansion side, Sacramento Republic. They beat El Paso Locomotive. San Diego Loyal beat Detroit City FC. Each victory was a nil-nil. And then, to, you know, we record on a Sunday. Tonight, Las Vegas play. Interesting to see what those three teams are going to do this year because I think one of those is going to come up this summer. I think I think MLS is expanding by one this summer. And yeah, I think those right. three and then a surprise team is involved. Surprising result from this past USL opening weekend. Hartford lose to Monterey Bay. If you ask me to, to where Monterey Bay is at, I could not tell you at all. Hartford head coach is USMNT former midfielder Tav Ramos. Mm. Don't know if you knew that or not, Brian. Did not know that. Game I wanted to highlight, though, San Antonio versus Oakland Roots. San Antonio reigning champs from the past year. Two amazing goals from a center back. Remember this name, Lamar Batista. First was an acrobatic bicycle kick. I put this on the show's Twitter, at USF Soccer Show. Go watch this. Acrobatic bicycle kick from a center back. And then the second one was a screamer from his own half. I don't know how, how far away it was. Beats the keeper, sends this thing long. San Antonio beat the Oakland Roots 3-1. to one. The other game I was watching, USL 2021 USL champions, Orange County SC, welcome 2022 runner-up. Louisville City. Louisville win this game 3-1. This was a very tight game. Back and forth. A lot of stuff going on here. Louisville's third goal came in the 88th minute. A lot of this game was spent at 2-1 and 1-1. This was a fun game to watch here. Truly a fun game to watch. Joshua Winder, another another name. Young player of the USL last year. 20-year-old kid. Looks like he's ready for a higher level. Getting lots of looks from La Liga teams, apparently. And on the other side for Orange County, Milan Lulaski. I butchered that last night. Wow, name. you crushed that. Did I crush it? Yeah. There you I go. He was 2022 Golden Boot winner, kept at bay on Saturday, but had a lot of chances. Fun game. A lot of fun stuff coming out of the USL. Super excited for all of that. Let's go Detroit City FC. USL League One kicks off this Friday, March 17th. North Carolina FC welcome 
South Georgia Tormenta. Ooh. South Georgia. South, South Georgia. Georgia. Is that I mean there's a northern Georgia? Team? I guess so. Okay. I, I, <laughs> based on that logic, yeah, South, yeah. you're correct. South Georgia Tormenta FC. Or the North was just like, no, it's, we don't like soccer. <laughs> we don't like no. it. <laughs> Richmond Kickers, local team for us three here. Hope boys. Home opener on April first. We going. Oh yeah, yeah, no, we're absolutely go. Tune in. Actually, we might need to go ahead and buy tickets because that yeah, could maybe be sell out. Actually, let's do that. Uh, tune in uh, at US Soccer Show Twitter and Instagram. We will have boots on the ground for that opening day with the <laughs> Richmond Kickers. Al- Producer Alex will be live. Man in the field. Man in the field. <laughs> That's it. That's a lot of soccer. That was a lot of soccer. Wow. I, t- I tell you what, I challenge anybody, go find another show doing as much soccer as we're doing. You can't. Where's Jiff at? Give me that sponsorship, boys. Let's get going. Before we exit, some quick plugs. Number one, most important, Brian, we got a birthday this week. Oh, no. Or next week. That's Producer the- Alex turns 30 on March 16th or March 23rd, whichever one you whichever decide. Whichever one you want to decide. <laughs> Send him some love on Twitter at ProducerAlex23 or Instagram at Alex from Duveen. Tell tell our boy happy 30th birthday. We'll be celebrating with him, obviously. Go on his Twitter. Go on his Instagram. Give the man a shout out. Give him a happy 30th birthday. He's old as shit now. You are, man. Brian, where can the people find you at? I am at Brian, B-R-Y-O-N, Mitchell. On Twitter and Brian Loves Naps on Instagram. And you can find me at Carefree Willis on Twitter. Do not forget to give the show a follow. Interact with us on at US of Soccer Show, Twitter and Instagram. Brian does a lot of interactive stuff over on Instagram. Come argue with me over on the Twitter. It's a lot of fun. Find us on all your podcasting platforms everywhere. Alex put us out all over the place. You can find us literally all anywhere, anywhere you get your podcast. Come find us. When you do find us, Hit the subscribe, right, Brian? Yeah, please do. And I would love, I mean, one thing I will ask is if you guys uh, follow along on Instagram, if you guys are listening to the podcast, I would love if you guys would just share even just a screenshot that you're listening to the podcast and tag us in it because that would go a long way. That'd be awesome. If you're listening or if you're listening, if you're watching the games over the weekend, send us a picture of you guys watching the games. Tag us over on Instagram and Twitter. That'll be awesome. Again, Alex, Brian, and I will do this if nobody listens. We've got a lot of people listening. We're having a good time with this. We're trying to build a community here. Come hang out with us. Brian and Alex are awesome. I'm all right. <laughs> the, Brian, no truer words have been said. <laughs> and we have a lot of really awesome things coming up, too, though. Thank yep. you so much for listening today. Brian, anything to say before I close this out? Uh, who's playing Chelsea next week? Uh, we have Everton. Everton? Go Everton. Yeah. Alex? Go final Everton. Yeah. Final thoughts? Yep. Go Everton. Go Everton. All right. Be a friend by telling a friend. I'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Do it. I promise you I won't watch that. <laughs> promise. <laughs> promise. I might go to the Commonwealth 20 and piss on that Sonic. Here's the thing. Part. I liked the Sonic movies. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I know you did. I didn't They're hate good. them. They're good movies. This that Mario movie suck. It, it, what? I don't know if it's going to suck. What do you think going to suck? It's going to be awful. Have you seen the trailers for it at least? Uh-huh. Have you at least watched trailers? No, I won't watch them. <laughs> nah. It, they should. 
I, I saw the beginning. I, of... I I will make you a deal. <laughs> I saw the beginning. I will make you a deal on, right go on, here. Go on. I will watch the Sonic movies if you will you go and watch the Mario. Mar- Shut up. If you watch the Mario movie, I, why would I do that? Mar- Sonic's. I know Sonic is way better. Well, <laughs> we had a poll on it. People voted, and they said Mario's better. So, as I said. It's a lot of sheep in this world. Oh. <laughs> okay, be a wolf, baby. You're going to have to a conversation Enough. there. <laughs> no, I do. The Mario movie looks good. First of all, it does look good. It does. It does look really good. Who's uh, doing Mario? Chris Pratt? Chris yeah. Pratt. Yeah, what a you know, I don't love Remember that. who's doing Bowser? Uh, Jack, Jack Black. Black. That's great. That, that fight's worth it. Were you the one that showed me the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the suit. He's That's all. Awesome. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm super pumped. No. <laughs> Totes pumped or whatever. Yeah, that pumped, dude. Are you excited to play... Yeah, I'm yeah. That's funny. He's like in a Bowser That's costume, awesome. like him. That is awesome. Charlie Day's Luigi. You ever, you ever see? Dude, it's uh, gonna be. Oh, uh, it's Charlie Day out of the That's Sunny. Yeah. Have you ever seen Horrible Bosses? Yeah. Uh, oh, the, yeah. Those two movies. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. So funny. Yeah. When he's Dude. uh, when when um, when Mario comes name? out like right before my birthday, so we should all for my birthday go see it, Michael. Now you have to go. It's his first birthday. I don't have to. Oh, do you do. I'm a wolf. Dude, I can do it. Not a wolf. No, no, no. I I know what will <laughs> happen. Wolf, I know. Are in pack, I know. By the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> like sheep. That's that is true. Yeah. Oh wow. Dude, that was great. Thank you for that. Because you just yeah, nice. 